So one of the, the biggest risks is not necessarily what happens if I die, but what happens if I don't die and I get sick and I need care in a nursing home for a long period of time. And that's really where an irrevocable trust will ensure the protection of those assets so that they will be guaranteed to um, be there for you during your life, but also be distributed to your beneficiaries when you pass away. So pre-planning is definitely a way to avoid uh, future liability costs, mainly for long-term care. And at Steinbacher Good On Your Check, we have, um, like we'd mentioned earlier, certified Medicaid planners. There are actually less than five in the state of Pennsylvania, and our law firm does uh, employ two of them, and I'm one of them. And then Kristen Dougherty is another long-term care planner who's certified uh, as a Medicaid planner, and she works in our state college office. So one of the things that Kristen and I are always concerned about is filing Medicaid applications at the appropriate time. So if you do find yourself in a crisis situation where you're in a nursing home and you need care, um, it's really important not to take advantage of having the staff at the nursing home file the Medicaid application for you or you filing it yourself. Um, because there are very strict financial requirements to qualify for Medicaid. And oftentimes people will come to us two or three months after they filed the application and it's denied because of excess resources. And we say, we could have saved you $30,000 that you, you have to pay to the nursing home now. So um, it, my advice is if you or a loved one uh, finds yourself in a long-term care facility, call us right away so that we can take action and make sure that you are protecting as much as possible. The other thing is there is a particular form you have to file for married couples and it's called a resource assessment. And again, I, I see this happen often where people have uh, filed on their own and they've not filed that resource assessment and that guarantees a protection of assets for your spouse. Um, so the other thing we have to think about is making sure you have powers of attorneys in place. And so this seminar doesn't focus a whole lot on that, but we do have some seminars on our website that you can uh, listen to that talk a lot about powers of attorneys and wills. But a power of attorney really allows you to designate an agent that's going to follow your estate plan during your life. So people often come in and say, I need to get a will done. And we counsel them on the importance of getting a power of attorney done as well, because that really ensures that while they're living, the person that they trust can pay their bills and make healthcare decisions for them. The other thing we wanted to mention about a last will and testament, in addition to outlining your beneficiaries, is the importance of a bypass clause. And this is very important in a marital situation where you name your spouse as beneficiary. Um, we wanna have a bypass clause that says that I give everything to my spouse, except in the event that they are in a long-term care facility receiving Medicaid benefits. Um, and so a last will and testament is something that uh, cannot be updated by anybody but you. So if you became incompetent and then your spouse is in a nursing home and your will leaves everything to them, we're stuck with that. But if we have this uh, planning tool in place in, in advance with a bypass clause, even if you're incompetent, it will allow your state to pass over your spouse if they are in a nursing home. 
So that's a very important thing that we have in all of our last will and testaments at the law firm. Um, and then this is so important too. Uh, we do recommend annual reviews with uh, our office because situations change. You may have somebody listed as a power of attorney or an executor and something's happened in their life where they really can't serve anymore or your age, uh, beneficiaries become disabled um, and, and maybe they shouldn't receive it outright, but in a trust. And then also keep in mind that your beneficiary designations always need to be updated. Uh, so you may have a, a deceased parent listed on a life insurance policy or an ex-spouse. Um, and so those things will not pass through your last will and testament as Brittany outlined. You do need to make sure anything that has a beneficiary designation is updated to name the, the individuals that you would want to receive those assets upon your passing. Um, and then the other thing we um, really need to think about right now are retirement accounts. And under the SECURE Act, there are certain uh, rules that would apply for people receiving your retirement when you pass away. So uh, we can advise you on the best ways to outline your retirement accounts to minimize taxes. Transfer on death accounts like uh, investment accounts that say a transfer on death to an individual are important, but like beneficiary designations, they need to be updated. Uh, real estate, we have to make sure that the real estate is titled appropriately so that it does follow your wishes. All right. And then if you do have um, any minor beneficiaries, so if you're leaving anything to grandchildren, great-grandchildren, we want to make sure that um, your estate plan really does make sure that they receive it in the manner you want them to. So there are um, uniform transfers to Minors Act uh, rules that you can leave it to them in, in uh, custodians of care until they reach a certain age. And then we always also talk to people about prearrangements. This is not a fun conversation, but it is something that we all really have to be aware of. And setting aside money for burial expenses would really alleviate stress on your family members so that they're not having to worry about how to pay that funeral bill. Um, and I also counsel people on just, you know, even if you don't want to prepay because you have sufficient assets, um, it is important to talk to a funeral director about your specific wishes and really get a plan in place so that your children aren't left wondering if you want cremation or burial. Um, and these are very, very important conversations. So if you haven't had them already, definitely have those conversations. Uh, and where should you keep your last will and testament? We get this question a lot. Um, you definitely do not want to put it in a safe deposit box because your executor, if they're not a joint owner, cannot get into that box to get your will. Um, and so what we do at the law firm is we have a fireproof safe that we keep last will and testaments in and we would give you a photocopy. Um, so we do recommend that your attorney's office keep that if possible, or if you have a fireproof safe at home, you could keep it there. Um, and then, you know, choosing your executors carefully is, is also very important. Uh, you know, are they going to get along? Are they going to be able to work well together? You want to make sure that you have people that are skilled in, in their own finances and would be able to take care of that. 
Uh, and one of the things we do at the law firm is when you come in for a free consultation, we ask you to bring all of your asset information. And it's not because we're being nosy. We want to make sure we do a good, thorough job at not only just outlining what you want in your will or a trust, but we want to make sure that all the beneficiaries are updated. And so we can take a look at that with what we call an asset list, uh, where we put together a list of everything you own and outline how everything will be distributed. Okay, so in summary, uh, probate is not a bad thing. That's not an expensive process, but there definitely are ways to avoid probate. And in some situations that would be a beneficial thing. Um, and you just wanna make sure that everything is in good order so that when you do pass away or you do get sick and need long-term care, that the people that you put in charge are able to definitely administer everything the way that you wanted it to be administered. Um, and, you know, death and taxes is not as scary once you are educated and informed about what you can do. And really by planning ahead and staying organized, you're saving money later on.